episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vester. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Fuck it, I'm hot. It's hot. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice in here compared to outside, and it's a sweat lodge in here. It's brutal in here. Yeah. It's uh, all about living in your room with the air conditioning on. Yeah, that's the shit, man. I got the blinds closed, the lights off. My my place is a cave. It's fucking Sick. awesome. It smells like a cave. It's dank. <laughs> there's fucking stuff coming out of the walls. Yeah, there's insects everywhere. We're in a dry climate, but it's fucking humid. The walls are dripping. Yeah, exactly. It's with fucking, scum? With yeah. swamp scum? It's Yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad in there. <laughs> but uh, cool, which is what I like. I feel like um, Granule from the book Perfume, if there's any uh, people that have read that book. No, before. I would fucking fantastic book actually the movie you feel like gruel granule i don't know how you actually pronounce his rules the the gruel is gross shit cum. that yeah, comes out yeah, of girls that's gross. <laughs> you didn't have to go there right away but well, i thought that's what you said no granule i but i don't know if i pronounce his name right because i never fucking it's one of those things you read it in a book and you're like that's how i say it in my head but yeah this book is actually awesome i uh, for sure now i started like okay going how does this supposed to be said the first time I read it, so I'm not just okay mumbling it while you're reading it. You know, I just mumble read. You mumble read. Yeah, I got. I want to get it right now, so I'm like stopping for like half a second, giving it two seconds. So it's it's like this, not like this. You know, I give it a little. Even test. when I'm reading like before the podcast, like I'm reading the Bible before the podcast, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm. Those, that's a jumble of letters, and that's just going to sound how it sounds when I pronounce it the first time. <laughs> and that's how it should be. Because I think it's funnier that way, n- namely. Mm-hmm. And B, if I actually start trying, then I can actually be corrected, which is really annoying. So I just say I don't try for any of them. And exactly. Fuck y'all. So, yeah. Yeah. This is. Uh... It's hot enough that I've started using y'all because we're in Texas now. Yeah. We're. <laughs> it's 41 degrees. It's 40, it was 44 today. It's 44 degrees outside. Yeah. If you don't know what that means, fucking learn how the rest of the world works, you ignorant bastard. Fahrenheit is retarded. Yeah. 44 is like what? Almost 120? I, I think 45 is like 114, 115. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not even going to pretend to care about those fucking idiots. But I was saying about Wait, It's perfume. them in Liberia. Yeah. The <laughs> it's them in Liberia. Do you know why they're called? Do you know why? They we sent, sent the slaves back. We didn't do anything. Me and you were not born yet. Well, we as in, And Canada well. didn't do anything. The United States government did in yeah. the 1800s, okay? We didn't do fucking anything, Kyle. I'm taking credit for it, though. <laughs> Their capital is Monrovia, and the first thing they did was institute slavery on the locals. So... You do what you know. Yeah, that was bad. You know. But I was talking about perfume. What are they supposed to do? They're going to go to career class? You're the fucking worst. Hold on. They're going to go to career class? You know, what a guidance counselor? And be like, all right, what are your skills? And like, it turns out slavery or enslaving. So it's kind of a bummer. My point is you had no, there's no, there's not a lot of options. Were they going to learn how to learn how to automatically learn how to agriculture or just enslave? They've been doing it for 200 years. They're following directions, though. You can just enslave the people that are already doing it. You don't think after following directions for 200 years, you know how to do something? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but they weren't like food crops. You think mainly. that just by getting beat, you're all of a sudden good at beating people? Yes. No. Yeah, dude. You're little brother. Weak, anemic. <laughs> little brother syndrome. Simeon can't kick my ass for shit. I'll beat <laughs> his ass in the front yard right now. He kicked a lot of other people's ass because you beat his ass. Okay, whatever. Ben, we're so far past the point of where we started. but That's now- just an interesting thing. Yeah, they are. You should read about it instead of <clears throat> speculating ridiculous no, I did ideas. I read about it. What'd you read? And I've seen a documentary on it. 
What documentary? The Vice, the Vice one. one? Back That's in the day. not a documentary. That's a 12-minute YouTube video that does not constitute a documentary. It says Vice documentary. Okay, fine. But a 12-minute Vice piece is mm-hmm. not like I learned about the history of Liberia. I learned all the stuff you just said. That's bullet points. And then you I speculated that. wildly wrong whatever the fuck. <laughs> How was it wildly wrong? I don't care to argue. I'm Zen. Right? Saying something's wildly wrong when it was a joke, okay. number one. Well, that's it. There. And number two. Then we're Zen. Then we can move past it. And number two, all I said was, is they did what they learned over there. I was saying it wasn't their fault, really. I think, do you think, you think it's like horrible that they went over there and did that? I just think it happened. But It I happened know th- because of what happened in the States. Of course. Yeah. So okay. that's what the joke was about. We agree. Let's move on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Um, Don't mention the S word then, if you're going to spaz. The spaz word? Slave. I, whatever the fuck I just yeah no s words this is the this is an s word free zone now no s words or n words go on did you hear about the churches that burned down oh maybe like peripherally they're what burning happened? down Catholic churches around here in the shoe swap in Penticton I think there's a third one I heard about as a protest to, to the so they found a bunch of uh, well they actually haven't even found them yet but they think they found. A bunch of okay, so if no one knows the story, I guess I should residential schools, right? Yeah, so in Canada, uh, in the states, when they uh, colonized the frontiers, they just killed the natives for the most part, almost genocide. And then it was a genocide. And then they, for the rest of them, they put them in literally Guantanamo Bay. They moved them down to Florida, and they kind of just fucked them over big time. In Canada, which pretended to be nice, and the Catholic schools. Or Catholic Church appointed by the government, though. By the yeah, way, yeah. So it was a, it was like a. So it's not just the Catholics. And even I would say probably this about the people at the time, just to I don't know, in the name of fairness, but they probably thought they were helping at the time. We're going to teach these kids some manners. Oh, of we're course, no. The idea they were, yeah. they thought they were helping. Still not a good idea. So, but they thought they were helping with that. Yeah. The implementation of it was wild. Yeah, so the implementation was fucking horrible. They yeah. they literally ripped children away <clears throat> from their parents. Some of them never were reunited again. Siblings separated, all that terrible stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is it's extra bad in Canada because it was going on to like I'm going to say the 80s, but it was re- um I think early 90s were the last yeah, ones. Yes, fucking brutal. Fucking pretty brutal. I don't know if there is the same as the ones in the 70s and that, but bunch of kids went missing yeah. and now they have think they found like 271 bodies in in the school near here and more bodies. Well, they found them in Kamloops. How many did they find in Kamloops? I think it was 271 in Kamloops. Okay. And then there was a couple more places with more bodies, which is totaling over a thousand. They're a bunch of, basically it's uncovering this thing and it's getting exposed. I, I, I thought at first it was mass graves and I'm like, oh my God, that's, well, that's even worse. I think that's what it is. Apparently not. Apparently not. I don't know for sure, though. I don't actually. I should probably know for sure before I know what I'm talking about. It's speculating. Yeah, they scanned the ground. It's degrees of negativity. It's it's not really. There's no positive. Someone went around with a bone scanner like you would scan for change at the beach. No, they didn't. I don't know what the fuck they did, dude. They probably did. uh, You know, you can you can you can scan certain densities of stuff within the ground that's why that's how they search for dead bodies yeah not just heat signatures it's like density scanning or something like that so they probably did something like that because it was like com- they're completely decomposed but they haven't found them yet or uh, exhumed them or unearthed them what, or the whatever. new ones 
the point is they've only got the scans. They don't actually have bones. I don't. Of the Kamloops one? Yes. Oh, I didn't know no, that either. So they're not dug up yet. But it's probable. All signs point to yes, but that's not confirmed. But the point is... I might want to confirm that first. Exa- that's exactly it. They're burning down churches now. People I didn't know that. Ha- in retaliation are like throwing blood, pa- red paint on the doors or real blood on the I doors mean, of I Catholic don't, churches and We don't statues. love the churches. I don't love the churches. But that's not... Uh, those... You're pun- There's no. I know people want someone to punish. That's dumb. Yeah, I get that human nature, all that stuff. But uh, there's no one, unfortunately. Yeah, all those in this people scenario. are dead. All the people are dead. It's a completely different church now with completely different leaders that probably agree with everyone that's burning down their church. Well, my angle. Well, I actually fully condone the church burning, but can we wait till January for fuck's sakes? It's too hot already. It's Forty fucking four <laughs> degrees. We live surrounded by matches. <laughs> We'll go tobogganing, we'll make some hot chocolate, we'll get hold hands, and we'll fucking burn some churches down in January. That is a big issue, for sure. Like, we oh, live in a place, our, God damn. we lost like 200 and some homes to forest fires in 2003, like, yeah. where I live. There's I was a fire evacuated. across the lake now, eh? Yeah, fucking yeah. cool, yeah. Let's burn some more churches down. I didn't realize, but it's probably related. Uh... I, yeah, who knows? I don't know. There's one in, yeah, there's already, yeah. So it's getting smoky around where I live. You can't, see, almost can't see across the lake now. Is it that bad already? It's bad. Or has been only like days? I mean, where or I live. maybe a week. Where I, where I work, sorry, you used to be able to see all the way down to like Penticton and now Shoot. you can't really see the bridge. So, yeah, it's fucked. It's hot. Could you imagine Everyone's looking mad. at a sky rise in China? Like you're on the fifth floor and you can't see 10 feet in front of you. That's... <laughs> Because if you see those pictures, yeah, they're bad. <laughs> it's crazy. LA's bad too. Oh, really bad. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Fuck, big cities suck. Oh. I mean, they just suck. Everyone wants to be near the city, near the water, but you know, everyone, everyone shouldn't be. There's a lot of pe- a lot of people had your guys' idea, and now you're, you still, you know, you're con- you're de- condemned to live in traffic for the rest of your lives. <laughs> I. Anywhere, like most people will move if they have to drive 45 minutes to work, they'll move close to work, mm-hmm. especially if it's both people in a household. In LA, it's like, yeah, I want to have to work. That's three hours of your day. They get to listen to our For podcast. some people listening to whatever horse shit in the car. That's three hours of your day wasted. I Unless say, you're listening to the Bible beaters. In my, in my limited experience. <laughs> and it's only two hours. In Los Angeles. Uh, the Ubers were the best time of my trip because it was like the only place with air conditioning fucking that I, I was staying at these shitty hostels that were hot as fuck and like walking around that was hot as fuck. And I was like, Ooh, man, I like being stuck in traffic. It's nice and cool in here. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. You're like, hey, I'm usually get mad at the meter ticking up. You're like, I'm just paying for air conditioning at yeah, this point. Exactly. Uh, just get into an Uber and go, nah, can you just park here for a bit? Yeah. <laughs> Be so choked. Keep the meter running. Park in some shade. (laughs) There's no fucking shade on our job site. By eight o'clock, no shade. Just just the way it's set up, it's just sun. You doing full days then? Not today. No. Yesterday we did a full day. Yeah, because that's rough. Today we left at one thirty. Yeah, you have to. I still bike twenty kilometers. Did you bike to work? Well, ten k plus there, ten k plus back. Tomorrow I got to bike. 
20k because i'm not getting picked up halfway so it's going to be a 40k bike ride sick dude you're going to be so shredded for your bay maybe in a month that's the idea fuck you're already pretty late that and fucking bowler thinks he's going to get my best man at my wedding thinks Mm -hmm. he's going to get to 185 before me and posted a picture at 188 of his feet on the scale what are you at but i secretly overheard i'm at 190 but i overheard that that was him after a two-day hangover after shit piss and hadn't eaten. so he's extremely dehydrated yeah, that's exact that's his that's the lowest he'll ever be in his life <laughs> and i walk around at one pound more than that so two pounds i wanted a bit he was 187.8 and i'm one eighty-eight and you're trying to get to 185 185 is the That'd goal be a pretty chiseled lee and caleb that honestly I mean, for, yeah, yes. It's been a long time. Yes. I know. You can't compare now, yourself to your rugby weight, Now dude. I'm like, 180, yeah. like 188. <laughs> on my lowest days, I got down to like 186, and I was still like, I'm kind of fucking flabby. I'm like almost there, and I'm like, st- I got more work to do. It's you're, just how your fucking brain works. Well, you're not a tall guy. Yeah, there's that. If and, you want to be rugby lean, now you're not as jacked. And I haven't done any weights. Weights, yeah. Zero weights. You're so probably 170-something, like, 175, like shredded abs yeah, type of thing. Ideally, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you you uh, had some problems with your neighbors. <laughs> Dude, you're a fucking master of segues. What did they teach you in radio school? Fucking what, no dead air. What, what was their legit? I'm driving this ship. You're you, all you do is interrupt and derail, man. I'd love to see you well, fucking I, host I have the another podcast, podcast where I host it. It's fucking terrible. It's it all rules. over the map. No one's in charge. Nothing gets done. No. I mean, you have no agenda there. We're trying to. I have to get Dude, through I your have, bullshit. I have segments before on the we other can one. get to the fucking Bible. So that was me asking about it. <laughs> you were there. I, well, I left right away. Did you? I left at, like pretty quickly. Um, I was trying to think of when you took off. I was right after. It was right after Conrad was hitting on the lesbian, and then she went to the bathroom, and then we talked about that situation, and then she while she was in the bathroom, she could totally hear us, and I was embarrassed, and I was like, "Were you embarrassed about that?" We said nothing but nice things. Yeah, I was just like, you know what, I'm leaving. I don't want to go face. By the way, halfway through our conversation, plus I was super high. (laughs) Halfway through our conversation, I was like, "Oh fuck, she might be in the bathroom." So I I threw a couple. Oh, she seems super nice though. (laughs) (laughs) Threw a couple of those in there. So yeah, apparently yeah, she was not offended by Conrad whatsoever. Good. Yeah. In fact, I think she, <laughs> I think, wanted to suck his dick. I know she said she's gay, or whatever, but fuck, it didn't read like it. Yep. Man, the guy's <clears throat> a charmer. He's got hats. As if that's all it. Ta- I mean, with girls these days, first of all, I've learned every girl I've met is a fucking coke monster in Kelowna. Not one girl. That I've where do met. you go to meet girls, Kyle? Bars. These ones were at the beach. Beach and bars. Like, I, of course. Like, what did you think? Every just, time you want to go meet you're like, let's go meet girls. Then we go to the bars on the beach. Like, wh- that's what you're going to get there. Here's the thing, though. This Everyone at those bars <laughs> is doing that. <laughs> this does. We don't have the culture in Winnipeg like this. Fair enough. Like, your pub culture isn't like that. So no. it's just like, yeah. If you're going to the bars in Kelowna, that's what you get. Like, people are just openly talking about just doing coke. Which I don't have a problem with, mm-hmm. but in Winnipeg, oh, it, you'd be looked down upon just for I, busting fat rails. I mean, I kind of wish, man. It's it definitely tipped to a point where I was the only one not doing coke amongst my friends. So I was like, well, I guess I'll start doing coke because they all seem to be have a lot to say. And then 
It also sucks. Yeah, being it's the not one, that no Coke isn't good. Coke sucks, but also being the one not on Coke sucks. <laughs> sucks probably too. the worst. My solution to that is to drink myself numb of ever giving a shit. So now the moments about me getting wasted, I'm not even worried about. That's healthy, right? Sure. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, so we were drinking outside. We had moved into the other side of our house, kind of two porch, a backyard and a front porch. We are on the front porch, obviously, you were there, because we got shit called on us. The bylaw at 8 o'clock, when me and you were outside in my own backyard. Yeah. So they called it at 7, 7.30. You explained it to me before, but how the fuck can the bylaw tell us to be quiet at 7 o'clock? There's a good neighbor, uh, not law, but whatever, rule, bylaw, there we go. That so it's next enacted, to a law? Yeah, it's you can't be charged with anything, but you can be fined out your ass. So no, it's not criminal. So what happens is there's absolutely... But an, not paying your fines is criminal, and then they fucking get yeah, you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not, the, the fine isn't, gr- I mean, you're not getting charged with a crime, but as soon as you don't pay. Which I don't believe I should pay in the first place, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but now you have to. And so that's a law. So it is the law. So just make it a fucking law and the penalties are fine with jail time, <laughs> you fucks. Because that's literally what it is. So apparently if any of your neighbors are annoyed by anything. I see how this can get flipped around pretty easily. By literally anything. Kyle, I think you're annoyed by the color of her grass. Yeah. So what I, what the only caveat at the bottom was is they, they're going to scan for, they're going to keep their eye out or pay attention to people making false claims. I was like, how can you say any of my claims would, you, would be false? That was just in the bylaw because I wanted to okay, read it Okay, so myself. we can't complain about the color of her grass. <clears throat> Well, I mean, we could technically. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's fucking dead. Uh, my neighbors or it's green. Either way, whatever it is, complain about that. If it's green, she's using too much water. If it's dead, <laughs> it's an unsightly, and I want it removed. My neighbors actually got an. Uh, my neighbors an ugly bitch, and I'd like to complain about that. Yeah, her that face possible? hurts my eyes every time I look out my window or walk out my front door. Her disgusting face hurts my eyes. Her turkey and neck it's jiggles taking its toll. Yeah, in a tur- way that makes me vomit. Yeah, it's taking its toll on my mental health, and I've been reduced to using a lot of recreational drugs. Basically, just like put your everything on her. So we were on the porch, which is apparently is she like friends. What kind of bylaw enforces that one at eight o'clock? Like, well, I guess do, you do, work. Do you remember in what the guy said? No, he, I don't even remember talking to that guy. He said, uh, "I can hear you." I could hear you talking over because we saw him pull up. Yeah, and we were talking about him being there, and uh, he's like, "I could hear you over my engine running," and I want to be like, "No, you couldn't. <laughs> no, so you couldn't. You drive a fucking hybrid, man. Everybody can. It's a city fucking sponsored hybrid that turns off when you're fucking idled. You <laughs> asshole. What if that was true? I wish it was. So he obviously lied. And it's what it well, is. Well, he's got to justify his stupid fucking thing. That's what ahead. it is. That's what he's doing. He's justifying it. Because I'm like, at eight o'clock, it was, I was like, he I expected, s- here's the thing. He expected more people and he expected us to be screaming. Yeah. And we weren't. So, I mean, <laughs> I said something to him. I can't remember a little dig. You said something about, I don't even know what. And I was like, okay, kill him. <laughs> to be like, he thinks he's funny. <laughs> it was like, what if I just did drugs or something? I don't know. You no, know, I said, I, yeah, I think I remember what I said now. I don't remember it, but, exactly. Yeah, I said, what if we actually gave you a reason to come out here? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's escalating the situation. Okay, but I want to say, like, my, my first thought is, what kind of a fucking asshole? Like, if that was me in that car, I would roll up and be like, oh, the neighbor, I would, t- I would say, hey, I'm the bylaw. The neighbor called. Obviously, you guys aren't being noisy. Just be aware. She's kind of a cunt. And then I would leave, right? Mm-hmm. That would be reasonable. Right? And that's, you know, that's de-escalating both sides. The neighbor sees you rolled up and, oh, she's talk- he's talking to them. And meanwhile, I'm talking to you guys. I'm being like, be worried about her. And I'm kind of staying out of it. And plus, we weren't doing anything wrong. No. Second of all. He like, rocked up with a huge attitude, eh? Well, that's, that, that's my second point is that I was like, pe- that job sells for, self-selects for that type of douche. Do you know? Uh, I have friends that are obsessed mm-hmm. with rules. <laughs> To the point where it's like the most annoying shit in the world. Like they can't break their own fucking rules. I was making fucking breaded chicken. I got breaded, breading on my hands. Nowhere to put this chicken. The pan's not hot enough. She's like, you can't put the chicken in the pan before it's hot. And I was like, are you fucking serious? I'm going to put it on your counter. I'm going to put it on your counter. And she's like, rules are rules. I'm like, boom, put it in the pan. You can't do that. Like her brain almost exploded. I had that chicken. That's the type of person that wants to be a bylaw enforcement officer. Mm-hmm. Rules are rules. What rule, by the way? It's not even a rule. It's a bylaw that says if we're being like, what the, oh. and you can only find me. By the way, they can't stop you from even having the party. Yeah, that's the cops, and the cops would laugh in their face if they called them over two people. Yeah, it was it was annoying. So what then? What happened? Well, we were hanging out on the front, which is the opposite side, because I was like, okay, let's hang out on the opposite side of the house, and maybe she won't be such a fucking bitch. But I was like, also, maybe we're just going to get this fun today. Let's it was fun to watch you squirm a little bit I was after how loud you are at other people's houses yeah. and being shushed before. This is outside, though. I know, but we've been on yeah. a Diana's deck and pretty loud. Oh, Diana. <laughs> yeah, but her neighbors were cool. Whatever. My point story. is, I was yeah. watching you squirm and it's fucking nice to <laughs> happen to you. You enjoyed that, eh? Yeah. Guys, can you keep it down? And everyone was like, fuck off, Kyle, just turning up the music. <laughs> Guys, can, you, can we bring it inside, maybe? It was like the same temperature inside as outside. It was way hotter yeah. inside somehow. Yeah. yeah, it was funny. And uh, we found out that her bedroom window is the, the one right there. The one right across to from where we were the standing. the Mitch Hedberg joke about it's up to you how many bedrooms your fucking house has. And move <laughs> to the other side. So... So she saw Conrad flick the cigarette against her fucking window. I'm like, oh, God damn it. So she came over. I wasn't here. Or I was here. Maybe I was just sleeping. And uh, she dropped off a six or an eight pack of beer is, as a... <laughs> Token of don't burn my house down? As a, I guess, a, a, just a gesture to maybe... Why are we calling her a bitch far. then? Well, we're not. I don't know who it actually was that called us the first time. I still think it could have been her. You started off with the fucking bitch next door, and then I made said yeah, a lot of have, shit have, about have, her ugly face, and have, she seems all of a sudden nice now. We Kyle. have multiple bitches next door. I don't know which one it is. I wasn't talking about a specific woman, and you weren't either, because you don't even know what she looks like. I was talking about um, that one right there. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what she looks like, though. Yeah, I've seen her in her backyard. Oh, okay. Yeah, it hurt my eyes. <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> So now it, I feel bad. It was uh, you don't even know who it was. You got mad at your wrong neighbor. Nah, I'm, I'm like ninety percent sure it's still her. I think it was just a truce offering. Like this is going to happen. Yeah, and they're not going to care. So my best option is to just ask them to. So she asked she, us. She went with the muscle that didn't work. And now I mean, I fair play. Like let's be nice. There's no reason to escalate. So I was like, I would if she came over the first time. Yeah, I would have. Uh, I, w- I would have been like, no. <laughs> I'm going to be in my yard have at eight o'clock. Have you not seen our license plates? Friendly Manitoba, <laughs> right? 
That's all we have. If she came over at 730 and was like, you guys need to keep it down, I would have been like, no. Yeah. But if she came over at 12, I would be, be totally course. understanding. So she just, uh, she was just like, <laughs> she had that, like, can you go to our backyard next time is what she asked. Yeah. Our, her bedroom window's like there. So we're like, no problem. That's kind of weird though. Yeah. Since someone definitely called the cops and Angus kind of knows the people across the street and those are our only neighbors and they're not even really close to us. Well, so you're going to have a long summer. It's going to be weird. And then she was also like, hey, by the way, can you cut your grass and pull the weeds? We're like, sure, because we were doing it to spider, growing yeah. out all the weeds in our yard. <laughs> so maybe she was like, oh, these guys are just going to be fucking cunts. And all he's like, yeah, we were going to be, but... I'm going to pull the weeds tonight when it cools down a little. Have you ever been in a scenario now in your adult life where you are trying to get some sleep and there's a party next door? Yeah, but I sleep really wheezy. Yeah, I've never... I've had to put in earplugs with roommates and I don't see a problem with it. I just endure. I can't envision a scenario where I actually go over there. I put in earplugs and fall asleep no problem. Like, buy earplugs. I literally have had to do that, and it's the easiest thing in the world. Those squishy little foam ones, boom, you can't hear shit. I shouldn't have to change anything about my That's what everyone wants! The whole world should change around me. Well, apparently the city of Kelowna agrees. (laughs) So, what can you do? Um, Yeah, I would just superfluous fucking bylaw calls for her house. But now she seems nice, and now I feel bad. she called the peace treaty. Yeah. We signed it. Bury the hatchet. Yeah, it's over. If it turns out that she thought that was bad, turns out the front of our house by our bedroom is way worse. Yeah, I mean, I was there at the beginning, and yeah. it was about eight people smoking and laughing. I don't even think we were listening to music. Not really. It was quiet. The music was, music was inside. inside. Yeah, it was really not that. I guess drunk people laugh loud. I laugh fucking loud. Yeah, I know I do. Um. That bury the hatchet thing I just said, mm-hmm. that reminded me of a hilarious little memory of my life. The residential school? No, we were <laughs> watching a, a BC Lions game with the with my rugby team when we were like U14. And uh, <laughs> BC Lions are up like one, one a score and a field goal. And they're set up to score again. And my, my buddy stands up. He's like, yeah, let's go Lions. Bury the hatchet. And I was like, <laughs> what? He's like, you, come on, like score another touchdown. Let's bury the hatchet. I'm like, way off, man. Not even close to the real meeting. If you did know what it meant. Yeah. It's kind of like, the okay, opposite. you bury it in them. If the, you know? if the, yeah, that's what he thought. Yeah. I was like, if they were going to bury the hatchet, they'd call a truce right now and end the game in a tie. That's burying the hatchet. He's like, oh, okay. Murder them with an axe. <laughs> yeah. That's really what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, it was retarded. I bet you uh, your uh, Camilla has a lot of those. Hatchets? Cute little miss sayings. Oh, yeah. Tons of them. They're hilarious. Not a podcast appropriate, Kyle. (laughs) No? Why? They're too gay. Uh, They're too cute? Too cute. She's so cute, though. She can't help it. It, She really is. (laughs) Well, what do we go (laughs) on? Do you remember what happened last week? (laughs) Yeah, I do, actually. (laughs) Do you remember what happened last week? Do you want to try and give me, guess? Give me a little tickle. Um, it's had something to do with lying on a baby boy. A young child. Oh, yeah. Face to face. So, yeah. Elisha. 
And did it work? I don't remember. It worked, man. It was dead for a long time. Didn't they truck it all the way up there dead and then truck the body back dead? Well, yeah. She said he sent his servant there to like touch him with the staff on the mouth mm-hmm. and that didn't work. He's like, oh, I'm going to have to use my actual dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First, well, first there was the never ending oil trick, which Elijah did. And now he did. It's a dope one in the Bible. To show, just to show that he had the same powers. Then his staff didn't work, which kind of like makes you wonder what's going on there. Maybe it was the wielder of the staff. Maybe God wasn't paying is, attention. He had used his staff not that long ago. Yeah, and, and he needed, he needed, time to, he needed to some reach- orange juice and some time to recharge. <laughs> Do you know what they call that? What the refractory period? What that's in bet- when you can't get a boner after you get out of here. Yeah. Isn't a- that name of something else too? Yeah, it's the period of your replenishment. It could be your refractory, oh, okay. refractory period between sets in at the gym. Gotcha. Yeah, just you got to build up new cum. Yeah, that's body's working hard. <laughs> that's what it is. Um. So yeah, he lies on the boy. The boy wakes up, and I don't know when he reaches. We'll read that little section. So Gehazi went, and touched him with the staff that didn't work, and then when Elijah reached the house, there was the boy lying dead on his couch. He went in, shut the door, and the two of them prayed to the Lord. That's him and the <laughs> him heels, the, heels him, to Jesus. Him and the servant praying for the dead boy. Then he got up on the bed and lay upon the boy, mouth to mouth, eyes to eyes, hands to hands. As he stretched himself out upon him, the boy's body grew warm. Elisha turned away and walked back and forth in the room, and then got out of bed and stretched upon him once more. The boy sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. Elisha called. Gehazi. Not a snot. Um, just says seven times has opened his eyes. I imagine they were little baby ones, like, achoo, achoo, achoo. There was this girl that I went to school with. Mm-hmm. She's this tiny little chick. And she had the biggest wind up for the smallest sneeze. She's like, <gasps> that was her sneeze, man. I, I firmly believe that all sneezes are on purpose. Every fucking sound you've and not, build up. You've sneezed before? <clears throat> yeah, I know, but you can control the entire volume of your sneeze. I could do a chew, like a tiny little chew if I wanted to. I can't help but, like, okay, so this is actually. It feels good to scream evacuate your. Uh, well, I don't do that. Your uh, fucking nasal cavity, but you don't have to do that. I It's going to come out my mouth or my nose. Okay, when I was, like, up to, like, too old, maybe 13 or 14, I didn't know how to sneeze out of my mouth. I only sneezed through, because I would cl- clench my jaw and sneeze through Jesus my- Christ. And I would go. <clears throat> and that's, just, that's not good for your nose. Yeah, I blew snot all over myself <laughs> every time I sneezed. Till I was, and you're gonna tell me I did that on purpose? That's the most homeschooled thing. No, you didn't know any better. Yeah, but you like, were able to divert it to your mouth, were you not? No, I closed my mouth. Yeah, I know, but you weren't. You once oh, yeah. you learned, you were able to change oh, yeah. your behavior. Someone told me about that, there and now go. I sneeze like out my mouth. But so I cover my mouth, obviously, every time I sneeze. It's my entire point. But, but you chose not to do it through your nose. You chose to do it through your mouth. But I can't help sneezing. The fucking act is involuntary. It comes out. It's, it's coming. coming. Out. But if I don't want to sneeze all over something and or sneeze quiet sneeze if I'm in a direction. movie theater, just clench your abs and give a little chew. I the quietest I can sneeze is about like like that's about as quiet as I can sneeze. And yeah, I always see? get the tongue. There you go. So you're controlling it. Because like my tongue, I clench my teeth and because I don't want to bite my tongue. I bit my tongue sneezing before, so I clench my teeth. It's the most homeschool thing you've said in a while. I guess. Just snotting all over yourself and knowing. Oh, yeah. Your mom not telling you. You're the oldest brother. Then you go to school and you're like, oh, everyone doesn't snot all over themselves. <laughs> Shoot. 
My brothers never sneezed like that. I was just like a dumb sneezer. Yeah, because they learned from you. It's amazing. They saw you sneeze all over yourself. I'm not going to fucking do that. You think they could have said something? Well, they thought it was funny. (laughs) It's amazing how long... They didn't tell me personally, but... My personality, I would never invent anything. I'm the type of person that's just like, if something sucks, I go, well, that sucks now. Like, when Camilla told me I had air conditioning a week ago, (laughs) up until a week ago, I was just like, it's hot as fucking here. Hot as fuck in here. I just live in a hot as fuck house. That is the most annoying fucking trade ever. Yeah, I know. It's probably a pretty bad hate trait in a husband. Like, if you want to fix this? No, it's just broken forever. No, it's broken, so you better do it. <laughs> I'm not. It's, it's broken. In fact, I never even considered fixing it. No, I just thought this is my new life. As soon as I ruined my shit. laptop, I just went and got another one. Same the, thing the next day. The th- yeah. Fuck. Ruined three laptops. It's getting too fucking hot. I stopped there. showering with laptops. It was ruining my laptop. Stop it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> fucking hot as fuck. I'm gonna get a glass of water. You entertain the people for a second. Okay, so Second Kings chapter five. Oh no, wait, we didn't finish reading the very end of that story. So he heals the bait. He heals the boy, and she mm-hmm. says, "Take your son." With his staff. She came in. She fell at his feet, bowed to the ground, and she took her son and went out. How lo- come he didn't use the staff when he came the second time? There's no rhyme nor reason, and it makes no sense at all. Oh, he or he was just like, oh fuck, the staff didn't and it's, work. It's weird the way that like different relics in the Bible have power. Remember Moses and Aaron's staff? They could fucking turn snakes. stuff to blood, turn it to snakes, yeah, point at shit, um, point at shit. I think all staffs could do that. That's true. That's a universal power for a staff is pointing. At shit. The thing is, when they pointed at it. <laughs> Stuff happened. Like, remember, he stuck, struck the rock. Water came out. That's like Harry Potter. He being pointed like, it at the Nile. It turned to blood. It makes it makes you invisible. It protects you. You can cover it. You can cover yourself when you sleep. Yeah, the cloak. <laughs> Shit, all cultures out. They all do that. Uh, but it's okay. So biblical relics. It's weird that like Elisha, Elisha's cloak. Remember, he threw it down to Elijah. <clears throat> Yep. That's where the power came from or whatever. He's whacked the Human river. hair. I like repeating that because yeah, it's so yeah, funny. It is think. true. It's human hair. He's the, like, ab- absolute like wackadoodle fucking out nutcase eating low. He's eating bugs in the desert wearing human hair and sending fireballs from God on people. Sounds like he's surviving. Yeah, but that's the guy that God chooses. That's kind of the point is God chooses fucking maniacs out like losers, outliers, that type of stuff. The ultimate warrior. God likes a heel. I guess. I think more of the message, though, is he can work with anybody, and that really appeals okay. to... Okay. Oh, really, God? Work with the Jews. What do you mean? Well, he could work with anybody, right? They, and everyone in this book is Jewish. I, I know, I, but there's a lot of bad shit happening to him. Oh, yeah, that's because it's their fault, Kyle, because <laughs> okay. they're worshiping other gods. That's mm-hmm. the whole point. But not all of them. No, the whole point is everything good that happens is God, and everything bad that happens is them not following God. That's what the, I can't believe you don't get the fundamental <laughs> message of this book. Follow God or else. That's it. Follow God or else. So I see what Elisha, Elisha or Elijah? Elisha's currently. Elisha's currently. I see what Elisha did well is by he made himself a loner, no tribe. So there was no group punishment to be bestowed upon him, right? That's the only way to actually survive <clears throat> in Smart. Israel. So it's- he's not crazy. He's like wearing human... He's fireballing well, people. Well, that's Elijah. Elijah. Yeah. But he's he inherited his powers. Yeah. He's wearing human hair. He's like, yeah, don't, he's wearing shit so people go get away from me. Yeah. He knows God's real. I'll get punished for the shit that you do. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah. You're not my thing. 
You got 400 of the wrong prophets. He's, you think that's going to go unpunished? I'm going to go eat bugs over here and survive in the <laughs> dessert. He got he got bestowed. He found out he was going to get the powers of Elijah. And he's like, fuck. All right. Eating bugs. Human <laughs> hair. Everyone get away from me. We're not together. None of you are with me. It's a smart strategy. It is a smart strategy it. for Elijah, but Elisha didn't do that. Elisha inherited that, though. He, he inherited it, but he's remember, he's living lavishly. He's going to the richest Shumanite woman's house and eating her food all the time. He's like the next generation, like, oh, my predecessor was a nutcase. I'm got his fucking fur coat. Oh, so this is going to backfire. Yeah. Well, n- no, he's a good, he's another prophet of God. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because. What do you it's mean it other- doesn't matter? Don't look for logic in this book. If you try to logic this book, you're going to m- fail miserably. But if everyone else sins, then you also get punished. Oh, yeah. So, But he's not smart enough to think of that. We're, obviously, that was a joke about Elijah living in the desert. But it would be a good strategy. It's the only way to escape God's punishment, actually, because God's punishment is for generations and collective. So if and you're, it's tribal. And if you're involved, so if you're involved at all, and yeah. if your parents were involved at all, or their parents, 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 it's parents. also genetic when you think about it in multiple ways, not just uh, your lineage, but also your like your relatives to a wide margin. Yeah, of like you're in their tribe by birth, and if they sin, if one of them sins, isn't that the thing? Um, de- depending on the sin, but yeah, there is, there are sins that you can commit as an individual that all of Israel will be punished for, for generations. <laughs> That's awesome. Namely following other gods. Yeah. Well, which they do all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's raised that kid from the dead. This is the next verse. Uh, death in a pot. This story is called Elisha returned to Gilgal and there was a famine in that region while the company of prophets was meeting with him. He said to his servant, put on a large pot and cook some stew for these men. One went out into the fields to gather herbs and found a wild vine. Imagine you had to do that before every meal. Just like go wandering like, oh, this will be good to boil with some chicken. Find a flower over here. That looks edible. You don't think they like eye out the the places where there's a lot of that shit and go and... Well, probably. But the fact that they had to do that before this meal means that they didn't have it on hand. That's a good point. Go find some chives. Look for some onions. They haven't heard about planting yet. No, they fully have because there's always in their fields reaping and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird. Yeah, they were out. There's a. They I guess, wanted. They want a little. A little different meal. A I little, guess the key word there is famine. So there's no food. Now they're looking for food during a famine. They're just scouring the dessert. <laughs> have you ever seen that wild that show? I can't wild something into the what? No, it's a movie. Wild hogs. <laughs> Good movie. Tim Allen. <laughs> Tim Allen. John maybe, Travolta. Maybe they're Magnum Opus. <laughs> but uh That might be the best thing Tim Allen's ever done. His career is dog shit. No way, dude. Santa Claus sucked. Loved it. It was a great kids movie. As, as a, a kid, kid, I loved absolutely it. As a kid, loved I loved it. it. Yeah. But come on. I wanted that fake action figure so bad. When he gr- shaved his beard and it grew right back, I was like, that's how it happens. That's like how they get you. That was a good movie. I guess. I mean, you're just so there's uh the Vang they dropped them off of, like near Vancouver Vancouver Island, which is apparently one of the hardest places to oh. survive because how wet it is. I know this show. Yeah, survive or survival or survivor man. I feel like there's wild in there somewhere. Yeah, but my point is when they have to scrounge when you eat plants, they're like this roots edible. This there's like no calories. You cannot live off it. Like these people prepared to do this lasted saw, a month. I saw one poor bastard. 
He just kept saving food and dehydrating it. He the had fish. A, he had a whole fucking rack of dehydrated fish, and he wasn't eating just because he wanted to have as many little few calories as possible. That doesn't so, even make sense, though. Whatever. To li- yeah. He wanted to last the longest, so he didn't want to waste his food. Anyways, he got... They come in for checks every week or whatever, however many, and he was a couple weeks, I think. Yeah, but he was uh, too calorie. Defi- he was basically too unhealthy to continue, and he had all this food that he wasn't eating because he was saving it for later, <laughs> and he lost. App- they made him surrender. Apparently, that's kind of a, that's a sickness that happens happens to a lot of people, according to them. You know, yeah. like when you get hypothermia and you start taking off your clothes. Oh, it's so fucking hot. Yeah. So apparently, starving people start hoarding food if they're actually if they're at the point where they're starving to death. Like the last few couple weeks, they'll just start hoarding food. That is and, wild. Because uh, here's the thing. If you eat it, your body will store it. If you're actually starving like they are, you're not really going to shit a lot out. Mm-hmm. So your body's going to burn either way. It's gonna tur- I mean, turning into fat is slightly more energy. Uh, it's not as effective, but come on, eat one of those a fucking day, dude, or something. I guess that's like, just like you were saying, that's the disease of like right before you die. So apparently good thing they got him, I guess. Well, he was going to die. As I was watching the show, I was furious. I was like, that's fucking bullshit. He's got all this food. Like he's going to fucking be fine. Like just make, watch him eat like half the rack and leave him there. That's what I, my thing was. But when you get that for a million dollars and he was one of the last like two or three people. But when you get that lean. You yeah. can just die. Fair enough. You can get an org- organ failure. Yeah, fair fair enough. I didn't know that at the time. I yeah. thought it was bullshit. He he was like, like r- schizof not schizophrenic, insane. No, no, psychosis. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Super anorexic. There we go. <laughs> he was like really anorexic levels of. Lame yeah, he life. was he was skinny. I remember thinking like, dude, eat some of your fish. Like the whole time. So did I. I was I was actually like, they're going to take you out because <laughs> he had so much. And That's kept, the thing. He had so much, and like they, but so if, he had two weeks worth. If he had eaten that, I just want to like explain to people who weeks. don't know what we're talking about. The show yeah. is you get left out in the wilderness. You get to bring like one or two items, and they don't. I think it's ten. They don't tell you how long you're going to be there. They just pick you up and they say you won. They check on you every week or two, and yeah. so you don't know how many other people are there, and you don't know how long they are. So you're doing your own. You're surviving against yourself, but against them. So this guy's got all this food in this sweet camp. He's like set up to go the long. He's got way more than everybody. And he doesn't know it And he's not eating his food He has less body fat though Less body fat But I'm saying He had the best camp And the best Like he was the most set up To go the longest Here's what people did All people did wrong Doing the show That guy came in shredded I picked him at the beginning I was like That guy's gonna lose You need to come in fat mm-hmm. You need to come in like If you can come in 30-40 pounds overweight Like another guy did In that season He didn't even win But he had to He didn't have to Catch as much fish That's true You know just fucking start eating cheeseburgers. I mean, that's start my, packing that's it up. That's my one item. I just bring a bag of cheese beers. <laughs> cheeseburgers. Burgers, yeah, and I eat it the first day. Here's, here's my one item. I go to Dairy Queen three times a day until I have to do that show. I mean, you could do that without and still have an item. It's true. <laughs> okay, so they're doing. So back to the Bible. They're in the desert looking for fucking herbs for this stew that they're going to make. Uh, one of them went out into the fields to gather herbs and found a wild vine. He gathered some of its gourds and filled it his the fold of his cloak. This is before they had pockets. They had to just fold their cloak and put stuff in it. And gourd, these gourds too, right? Uh, 
he found some gourds from the vine and he put them in the fold of his coat. Oh, I, didn't they like dry those out and use it to hold shit? Yes, they did. In different parts of the world. I don't think it is. Maybe they did. In Israel, they had pottery. <clears throat> I'm way over my head already. When he That's returned, not even that high. <laughs> when he returned, he cut them up and put them in the pot of stew, though no one knew what they were. Dun, dun, dun. The stew was poured out for all the men, but as they began to eat it, they cried out, Oh, man of God, there is death in the pot, and they could not eat it. So this guy found some poison and put it in, like, not on purpose. He thought, like, this looks delicious, and then they're eating it, and now their stomachs are burning. Elisha said, Get some flour, put it into the pot, and it said, Serve it to the people to eat, and there was nothing harmful in the pot. So putting flour in... But it's magic flour. That wouldn't have worked if he wasn't Elijah. Or some of the biblical literalists argue that the flour canceled out whatever poison that was. I don't know how poisons are. It doesn't even necessarily have to be poison. Yeah. Maybe they're just getting diarrhea from drinking a lot of soup. Who knows? That happens to me too. But that that was a good enough miracle to be included in the Bible. I thought it sucked. Dude, I get diarrhea soup. I I eat soup. I get diarrhea. I eat a couple pieces of bread. I'm good to go. There you go. Problem solved. (laughs) Feeding of a hundred. As a man came from Baal, um, you probably heard of Jesus feeding the 5,000. I didn't know how many there was. Uh, the 5,000. With fish? Yeah, and bread. He made uh, a lot of fish? Yeah, uh, and bread. And uh, this is the prequel to that. A lot of <clears throat> miracles in the Bible get repeated. And because I believe it's because the authors weren't creative and they just took from the previous authors. Christians believe that it's foreshadowing. They knew before. It's all prophesying. What a genius book. I like how it's foreshadowing, but these were all separate and they weren't in any order. Yeah, but that just makes it the miracle all the more impressive in their minds, right? Okay. Like the more, Not really. The more decentralized it is, the more like, how no. could they have planned it, you know? But they had them all in front of them and they're like, okay, this happened first and we put in that order. Well... They, that's not exactly true. They had, remember, the, the Old Testament and the New <clears throat> Testament, and the Old Testament was around when Jesus was there and he came to fulfill the law. The, the Bible doesn't oh, work. Oh, I see. A lot of yeah. Christians, modern-day Christians, think the Old Testament is irrelevant to, to their faith. How could that possibly be true? Well, they're morons, and they don't read the Bible. That's That's how they think that, and they were told that by their pastor. So they go, look, yeah, the Old Testament God killed a bunch of people, but he's not really the guy. Jesus is the guy. He's the same guy. And he's nice. Oh, but he's not the same guy. There's three different guys, but they're the same guy. Kyle, you just obviously don't understand. I don't. Like, right? And you're just like, you cannot break. So is the ghost good? Is the Holy Ghost good? Good question. Sometimes Jesus is good, right? We all thumbs up for Jesus. Old Testament God thumbs down a lot of times. Yeah, bad guy. Yep, sometimes good guy though. Sometimes, but most of the time bad guy. Mm -hmm. Really didn't like the J-Dogs. Unchanging, by the way. The nature of God is unchanging. (laughs) Neither are his laws nor his morals. That's a good point. Yeah, bash your head against that wall and try and break through the Trinity and then the New Testament. His nature may be unchanged, but he changes forms quite a bit. Yeah, and he, well, in fact, he does change because he gets angry. (laughs) He experiences emotions. He changes his mind. He lies. All of those things. But he's unchanging and he's the same always and forever. Like, just pick a verse, read it, and then it's just disassociative, like, moron. Sorry, with the name calling. Like,. Yeah, sorry, dis- sorry, God. No, to the fucking Christians listening to this. But, like, you don't change people's minds by calling them morons. That's what I've learned. 
I mean, no, we make jokes and call them morons. You I, stupid fucking idiots. Yeah, I know, but it's just like sometimes I just get so mad that I just devolve into name calling, and that's never good. You got to stop right before the name calling. Yeah, all the bays that believe in Jesus. Uh, if if you're out there, what the fuck? Shoot. Okay, so a man, verse forty-two. A man came from Baal Salisha, bringing the man of God twenty loaves of bread baked from the first ripe grain, along with some heads of new grain. Give it to the people to eat, Elisha said. What a what a guy. Just gives it to the people before himself. He just baked bread? Um, no, a man came bringing the man of God 20 loaves. So oh, okay. God told me to give you this bread. He's like, all right, cool. Yeah. Hey, give it to all my friends. He's yeah, I'm full. Spread the wealth. It's like, you know, but somebody comes up to my parents. God told me to give you this car. Hey, my son is a drug addict and needs a car. So give it to him. Perfect. Um. How can I set this before a hundred men? His servant asked. But Elisha answered, Give it to the people to eat, for this is what the Lord says. They will eat, and they will have some left over. Then he set it before them, and they ate, and they had some left over, according to the word of the Lord. Yeah, they just didn't eat it all. So basically, yeah, I mean, a modern-day version would be the guy brought two fucking Subway sandwiches for, you know, Elisha and Gehiz. Well, people only ate one less than one-fifth of a loaf of bread each. Whatever. The, don't get hung up it's on a lot. Don't get hung up on amounts. Yeah. The point is that, so they've got two Subway sandwiches. They go to the conference room. There's a hundred people in there or fucking 20 Subway sandwiches. There's a, I feel like 20 sandwiches would fill, feed a hundred people. That's your point. But there's no way it would. You could eat one fifth of a Subway sandwich. I mean, that's enough. Feel full. That's not feel full, but anyways, Dude, there would I be... eat a six inch and I'm hungry. Okay, that's, I... that's less than half of that. Fine. Fine. Dude, you you could be you're telling me you. No, I'm not. Could I'm be not full. Tell, I'm on, saying on you could, two and three quarter inches. I didn't say I never said the word full. This is what you fucking do. You accept things that I say. I said you could eat a twentieth of the a, only one that could eat be satisfied on three and a quarter inches is your wife, dude. No, she's she's a voracious gonna, eater. Gonna, no. Fuck he's got a small deck. Oh, good one. Thanks. <laughs> um <laughs> the point so anyways. They eat all this bread and there's some left over. The bread just multiplied in front of them. That's the miracle. Um, oh, it multiplied? Well, that's the thing. They just kind of just sound like they ate it. Well, there was some left over. So they all ate as much as they could and there was some left over. That's the miracle. That. Yes, that's the miracle. Didn't say they ate as much as they then could. Then he said it before them and they <clears throat> ate and they had some left over. Okay. They ate. Mm-hmm. I could eat and have anything left over. As little food you give me, I could eat and have some okay. left over. So I'm explaining in every circumstance. I'm explaining it to your dumbass. They <laughs> ate as much as they wanted. Say that. And they had some left over. I take the Bible literally. I mean, people that take the Bible literally would know that, Kyle. That's like Well, do, that's I, like, do I have to interpret that or do I have to read it literally? Because I'm reading it literally. They ate. Uh-huh. How much? And there was some left over. So you just say how much An did they indiscriminate ate? amount, less than twenty. That's less all we know loaves. because they had some left over. Okay. Something less than 20. Why would they include it in the Bible if that was the story? If we rationalize all this stupid shit <laughs> in the Bible by why they would include it in. Okay, but I'm just doing no to bi- you what you do to me. I know. Like, I'm, what I'm, the fucking- I'm having a great time doing it. <sighs> Name and healed of leprosy. This is a great story. This is actually the story I, I want to get you to. Do, you do. You were doing to me what I do to you. Because you just fuck. We'll go in this loop forever. No, is but, that what you want, Kyle? But is yet, that what you want? But yet you still end up yelling on both sides. Because <laughs> it's just fucking. What? I was giving you answers. Now, Naaman <clears throat> was a commander of the army of the king of Aram. Do you remember where, where Aram is, Kyle? Syria. Syria. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Same time. It's, it's Damascus. It's where our buddy's from. 
he was a great man and in the sight of his master he was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the lord had given victory to aram so god's taking credit for the uh generals of other countries now so this this general is a fucking sick general he wins all the time mm-hmm. the king of but he's not a j-dog aram no he's uh Syrian. Do they worship Aramis? The Arameans. Do they worship him? Um, no, he's the general. The king is over there. They don't worship the Lord. They don't worship Yahweh. But God's okay. Who's taking credit? Maybe I misunderstood so, that. You say God's taking credit. Naaman, the general, was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. Why would God do that if they don't worship him? Basically, obviously, there. I, I don't know. Answer that question for yourself. That is answer that question for yourself. But the weird. real answer, the real answer, is they're winning wars, so they have to write the Lord gave him a victory. Yeah, I know, but Christians can't think that because that's the logical. None of this is true. Answer. Okay, so what do you In, think? Within the context, I, I can't think of a reason. In the context of the Bible, there there isn't one. See, oh, that's good. so awesome. So God, <laughs> for this time. Just chose another dude from a different non, country, non-Jew, yeah, and non-chosen people, right? Yeah, strike one, mm-hmm. not worshiping him. Strike two, two of the biggest things he hates. Yeah, really doesn't like the second one. Didn't choose the first one. Yeah, yet he wins. Explain that. The Lord gave him a great victory. He's a good person, and and you'll see from this story that obviously God likes him. Yeah, but was he a good person before God made him win? They preface K. Things that do things that God likes or that the Jews like, they're a good person, and then they tell you why. That's this is his backstory of why people like. Why he's dope. Yeah. Well, that that, that actually was the backstory, and this this is the. How story. about the fact that the only one of the only un un uh, I mean, not what's the opposite of condemn? What Condemned, am I trying to say? Saved. One of the only sorry, redeemed, unredeemable. One of the only unredeemable qualities you can have or things you could do is worship other gods. I that's, know that's the one of the main laws. It's well, then I guess Christians would argue that it didn't really say he might have been a follower of Yahweh in Syria. That's fair or Aram. It's very unlikely, but that's what they would say, I guess. Because they've been like, there's been stories where the yes, the whole most point of the Jews of the book is follow me there's or like else. There's like one guy who is worshiping someone else and everyone else is worshiping him and they all got punished. Yeah. It seems unlike his and character. And they were all good. They were just like won a war. They did good stuff. They were worshiping him. Everything is good. One guy fucks up. One guy did. Yeah. He but, took like he took something back that he wasn't supposed to take. What who was that? Oh, uh that was I think when during the war. He took false idols back. Yeah, he took his false idols back. Yeah. And then they all got the leprosy. <laughs> Seems reasonable. They all got skin disease. They were all covered in boils. And then they were like, somebody took the the mask, the thing. Yo, back. Everyone else didn't. One guy did. Everyone gets punished. That's this dude doesn't even give a fuck about God. Just living a dope ass life. <laughs> worshiping. Well, God's given him victory, Kyle. That's why his life is dope is because God gave it to him. Well, I thought God gave it to him because he was already a good person. No, it doesn't. Chicken egg, choose, literally choose. There's, really? There's no fucking correlation. I thought correlation. you were saying that. Okay. I'm not saying anything. All I'm saying is he won because God liked him. Why would God like him being from a different country? No one knows. Or not worshiping really is the problem I have. Be from any other country. What does it if mess- God went, I like this dude. I like the people. Maybe not all the people. Even that, I like him. This guy worships me. Love that. Well, 
in that sense, the Christians are safe because it's not written, so it's not. There's okay, no. Okay, we could assume they'll just assume that that he worships Yahweh. Uh, he was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Um, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Really? Yeah. So he got plagued on. He got plagued on. By the way, you'll see leprosy in the Bible a lot. That's basically mm. any skin disease is leprosy. So they just call it all leprosy because they didn't really understand. Um, now, bands from Aram had gone out and taken a captive young girl from Israel. So they're at war with Israel, or at least not at peace. <laughs> Fuck. Just overwhelming evidence that God loves you, Jews. Just overwhelming one after another. <laughs> so You've been racking up the Ws. So, so they go out raiding, and they, get, they capture a girl, and... She served. She becomes the slave of the general of Syria's wife, Aram's wife. Oh, the dude God loves his yeah, wife's yeah, slave. Yeah. So she's a captive of Israel. Okay. They went out and grabbed her, and now she's a captive of him, not Israel. His captive. She's Israeli. Yeah. What's his name again? Naaman. Naaman. Uh, she said to her mistress, "If only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of leprosy." So she says, I know a guy back home that cures everybody all the time. She's bartering. Smart. So Naaman went to her ma- his Naaman went to his master. That's the general goes to the king and told yeah. him what the girl from Israel had said. By all means, go, the king of Aram said. I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman left. So they must be at peace. You just set her free? No, he didn't set her free. But he's going to Israel and the, with a king's letter. <laughs> It's weird because bands from Aram take a captive girl from. You think that'd from be Israel. war? Yeah, and now the king's like, "Oh, I'll send him a letter, and you can just go over there and talk to him." He's the head general of the country, so I think they had kind of just a trade and raid relationship where sometimes they're trading, sometimes they're raiding, and God knows who. It, I mean, it's a pretty. As big, long as you don't take too much of the of the ones they don't care about, we're good. I guess. I will send a letter to the king, blah, blah, blah. So Naaman left with 10 talents of silver and 6,000 shekels of gold. That is 150 pounds of gold. And where does it say? Sorry. 10 talents of silver. That's 750 pounds of silver and 150 pounds of gold. Uh, 70 kilograms or 340 kilograms in the, the rest of the world units. I don't know why. It's The Bible said it first. That's why I read it that way. Um, and 10 sets of clothing. So he's got 750 pounds of gold, 150 pounds. He's got a fucking shitload of shit. Got a shitload of different fucking shit. Got a shitload of different fucking shit. It seems like a lot of stuff just to go with a very minimal guard. Well, he really wants to get better. Yeah. So he's giving it to him. I'm assuming. Yeah. He's like, you know, heal me of my leprosy. So, uh, the, the the letter that he took to the king of Israel said, read, With this letter, I am sending my servant Naaman to you so that you may cure him of his leprosy. As soon as the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and Wait, said, I'm sending my servant Naaman. Who said that? The king of Aram or, or Syria. Isn't named Naaman? The general. The general's Naaman. Right. Okay, I got you. I'm following. He is the servant. The king is the master. That's what they are, that master-servant thing. Gotcha. Okay, so now the king of Israel read the letter, and he tore his clothes. He said, am I God? Can I kill and bring back to life? Why does this fellow send someone to me to be cured of this leprosy? See how he's trying to pick a quarrel with me? So the king of Israel says, this is impossible, and they're just trying to pick a fight. Basically, 
The king of Israel sees this as a ploy to start a war. I'm going to send over the general with leprosy to get cured. He won't get cured. And they're like, what the fuck? And they'll start a war. That's how easy it was to start a war in the ancient world. Fair enough. I mean, it's pretty easy now with all the false... It's harder. I mean, it's harder, but imagine it was you sent an uh, an ambassador to Russia and just said, cure this guy of AIDS. And if he didn't live, they'd be like, well, the scientists probably killed him. That's a fucking act of aggression. Act of war. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. So, verse 8, when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his robes and sent him, he sent him this message. Why have you torn your robes? Have the man come to me, and he will know that there's a prophet in Israel. So the, I, the king tore his robes? The king of Israel tears his robes, says they're trying to start a war. and Ceremoniously I can't before they even tried to. No, tearing of robes is basically <clears throat> someone throwing a tantrum. It's when you, Yeah, I know, but he didn't even get there yet, right? Naaman arrives, hands them the letter. The king reads the letter, goes, ah, oh, fuck, and rips his shirt off. Oh, the up. king of Israel. King of Israel. Oh, because he's like, fuck, we're going to be in a fight. If yeah. I, I know I've been talking mad shit about my healer, but yeah. I don't have a lot of faith. He, he literally says, am I God? Can I kill him and bring back to life? Why does this fellow send someone to me to be cured of leprosy? He's like, fuck me. This is impossible. Mm-hmm. Somehow Elisha hears about it. So there's rumors, you know, the scuttlebutt is going around Israel. And he says, you and know. like, oh, this fucking guy. I mean. He's wearing hair and shit, but I'm pretty sure I've never seen him do anything. <laughs> I mean, <coughs> yeah, he. Had, I guess this would be his first public. He's really miracle. done anything in public by besides maul forty two kids with bears. Well, he got the kids bared, and then Moab revolted. Elijah had nothing to do with that. He he laid widow, on a kid, but there's only one widow's witness. oil. Yeah, the w- widow's kid, and then there's the death in the pot, and then the, he fed a hundred people. So his reputation is growing. Yeah, but he fed a hundred people with twenty sandwiches. Fair enough, so, but it was enough for the captive girl and is the girl that was taken captive to be like, "There's a guy in Israel that heals people." So, I don't know. It's I mean, don't look for logic. I can't explain it. I'm exasperated. I got sweat beating down my face. So Elijah, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his robes. He sent him this message: "Why have you torn your robes? Have the man come to me, and he will know that there's a prophet in Israel." It seems weird that. Elisha isn't employed by the king full time, though. Like, if he's really this. Well, Elisha's kind of like, it feels like is a rebel like Elijah, where they're like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Well, Elijah's big thing was King Ahab was a bad dude and was worshiping other gods. So he kind of. And they sent. Remember, the story starts with them trying to kill Elijah. Fireballs him. Uh, At the very beginning, it was Jezebel trying to kill Elijah, right? And she sent out. They killed all the prophets, and he's the last Jedi prophet in the desert. yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know if this king is a bad king. I can't remember. I probably should know that. He's weak. We know that. He immediately rips his clothes in fear of war. <laughs> yeah. So uh, have the man come to me and he will know that there's a prophet in Israel. So Naaman went to his house with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. Elisha, Elisha has a house. Elijah never had a house. He lived in the desert eating bugs. I like him hair. better. Me too. He's the madman. Elijah's kind of the more refined, like, 2.0 version. I wish something bad happens to him, just for doing almost nothing. Elisha sent a message to say to him, Go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan, and your flesh will be restored, and you will be cleansed. Here we get to, like, the, you know, magic number type shit. Mm -hmm. Seven times, God's number, he's always saying to do that. They're really uh, OCD back then, eh? Yeah. Seven times, seven times. Got to watch 12, seven times. They got 12, seven, three. It's like, they're, it's like I don't know. There's lunatic conspiracy theorists that like 
add up all the numbers in the Bible and find fucking codes and dates and all mm-hmm. that shit. They're finding dates, but they're making them up. Yeah, exactly. If you have enough numbers, you can make up anything. almost anything. Yeah, exactly. In fact, our computers run on only 10, zero to nine. I thought it ran on like basically ones and zeros. I guess those well, represent one to nine. One to uh, ten. Yeah, you're more right. The yeah. ones and zero are more off and on. Yeah, it's binary. Yeah. yeah, they do run on ones and zeros. So go wash yourself in the Jordan seven times. I like the way also that like the seven, the numbers come in. Like if he washed himself six times, obviously nothing, but I don't know. That's to me, that's the funny part of the magic. It could be go wash yourself in the Jordan, but it's like seven times. Takes a while for God to notice. It's a no, it's just dumb. It's just like eat seven apples. Like why not eat one? Why not? What's wrong with the first wash? Just show your power and fucking wash the guy. Why are you making him go through the rig? Does he have to dry all the way off? Put on his clothes? Take them off? Like how rigorous is this? Does he just jump in, oh, get yeah. out you, seven times? Can you just count one to ten? One to seven? Dunk your head seven times? Like what the fuck? Like how? Do you have to wash the infected spots? Is it your whole body? Yeah. Do it, you have to scrub hard? I mean, all of those things. All of those things. It's very. So, but Naaman went away. Maybe it's just like wash yourself seven times because the guy stunk and he's like, I don't want to get near this. Yeah. Fucking. Wash yourself six times and do it again. <laughs> do it again. You, like shit. you got weeping wounds, man. Weeping. Smelly ass wounds. I got to be honest. I, I would never do this. I don't want to touch you. <laughs> I'm being forced. So, and, uh, so go wash yourself. But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought he would surely come out and stand and call on the name of God. And wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. So it's obviously spot-based leprosy. He's got one spot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's mad. This that is it a, wasn't instantaneous. Yeah, and this is a lesson they teach you in church all the time. You can't demand things of God. God has his own ways. Maybe he wants you to wash seven times and take your clothes off. And then that's just basically saying these are all excuses for God not answering your prayers. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh what you know? Wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. It's almost as if it's almost the same as doing nothing. Yeah, for God. Pray to a jar of milk and see what happens. You'll get the exact same success rate. Well, the milk might spoil, but you can still pray to it. Doesn't matter if the milk's spoiled. You can still pray to the expired jar of milk with the same results. Eventually, it's like a Pokemon at that point. Eventually, you're praying to like sour cream, and then you're praying to yogurt, <laughs> and who knows what's next? It's evolving. Uh, so cure me of my leprosy. Are not Abna and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleansed instead? So he turned and went off in a rage. So basically he does what you do and be like, Winnipeg's in, or fucking rivers in Winnipeg or Manitoba are better. I'm not jumping in the lake. Ooh, I've never, never claimed that. The red, Our river is heavily polluted with sewage. The Red River is nicer than the Okanagan Lake, and that's where I want to go jump in. That's what he's saying. He says, take me home. It's a tough sell. To the rivers of Abna and Farpar. Uh, Naaman's verse 13 Naaman's servants went to him and said my father if the prophet had told you to do some great thing would you not have done it how much more than when he tells you wash and be cleansed so so basically get over your pride this is the whole message here is get over your pride and it's like anybody can wash in the Jordan that's like that's not going to work right it's mm-hmm. a dumb little thing so this is the message in church is always like get over your ego God has his own ways you know Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, the difference is this time you got told to wash. Yeah, and he's which like... Which somehow matters. And I've been to the Jordan. It's not... It's pretty dirty and kind of lame. It's like... 
Not very. It's like eight feet wide. What? Yeah, it's not like so. It's, <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's tiny. Oh, dude, maybe I should have told you this like forever <laughs> I, ago I no when they're stopping the river. I thought it was huge. It would have been bigger back ba- then. Back then, because now it's uh, irrigating like all of Israel. So you could jump over. It might have been way bigger. You tell me you could jump over. No, the I couldn't. Have, I couldn't have jumped over. It. Not you. But like, a, but you know, a long jumper can jump eight feet. Not eight feet. It was more like three meters, two meters, two and a half meters across. It wasn't far. I mean, at wide parts, there was bridges. Okay, at other so parts, twelve feet max. I mean, I don't want to put any maximums on it, yeah. but where I went, it was not fucking deep. Two of wide. me's or three of you's laying down. And where they baptized everyone, it kind of like got into like a little a pool, so it was a bit w- way wider. Then you could swim, and people were fishing there. It was hilarious. They had all these tourists. It's a tourist trap, a baptism trap, where you have to pay to get baptized, and everyone just goes of like whatever pastor gets in his <clears throat> stupid robe, and mm-hmm. they all just get baptized. And the locals are sitting there just fishing right next to it. Just That's like hilarious. The least ceremonial fucking, and people are having like experiences. They're crying. They're like, "This is the Jordan River where John the Baptist baptized Jesus." Oh my God, right? And they're like fucking idiots. I know. I bet you they're like fucking goddamn foreigners. Well, they're probably like, awesome, give us your money. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. They're like, these fucking foreigners. I know. So stupid. Idiots. Uh, so this guy's all mad, mad and he leaves and turns off in a rage. Naaman's servant said, why don't you just do it? So he went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times, as the man of God had told him, and his flesh was restored and became clean like that of a young I boy. He did it already. No. Oh, so he decides he had a tantrum like I could do this at home. Yeah, and then actually did it. And, and then his servants are like, "He's the man of God, can't hurt. Why don't you just try it?" And he does it, and it works. And his flesh will be became clean like that of a young boy. Then Naaman and all his attendants went back to the man of God. He stood before him and said, "Now I know that there is no God in the world except in Israel. Please accept now a gift from your servant." The prophet answered, as surely as the Lord lives, whom I serve, I will not accept a thing. Even though Naaman urged him, he refused. So he's like, I can't take your money. I just do this for God. It's no big deal. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, he's staring at the richest person in Shumanite's house, getting fed lavish meals. He's got a room there and everything. I think he's creaming stuff off the top. And he took this opportunity to, to look good in front of everybody it, that he's not doing it. He looks, he got, he turned that down. Everyone's like, oh my God, he turned it down. That's he my cynical. Yeah, it's like, you know, and it's an obscene amount of money. It's like, I won't take any money, but if you have any human hair socks or hats, <laughs> yeah. I would consider. Remember, it's 70 pounds of gold, 750 pounds of silver, and fucking whatever. Yeah. 10 sets of clothing. He must have a shitload of stuff. If you will not, is that like put a target on your back? Maybe is he on like the DL rich because he doesn't want to get robbed and murdered? Well, that's the that's the best rich is like guru rich, where you just can walk around to town to town and people give you all their best shit. That's like kind of what they did. So, verse seventeen. If you will not, Naaman said, Naaman, please let me, your servant, be given as much earth as a pair of mules can carry for your servant will never again make burnt offerings and sacrifices to any other God, but the Lord. So remember back at the beginning when God gave him victories and stuff, Mm -hmm. God gave him those victories and then gave him this leprosy and then made him come to Israel so that he could demonstrate his power. That's the Sunday school answer for this whole story. That's you retarded. See, and you see, after that, the guy was faithful. After he God healed him, he was a faithful servant. He took the thing back, and now he only worships Yahweh. And we should all be like Naaman. So he general. didn't before. Um, it's kind of implied. It is implied, yes. 
So God, that he needed but this God, to turn to God. It is all knowing, mysterious. Why would God nature? do this for a guy that doesn't worship him in the first place? So that we could read it today, Kyle. I know it's fucking. I mean, dumb. that's actually the only good answer, technically. That's the point. That's what they say in church. It's like this is a lesson to all of us. God didn't have to do this, but that's why when God says maybe you should do something ridiculous, you should do it. And then we have idiots doing ridiculous things because God told them to. Shaken. Um. Shaken, not stirred. The God story. <laughs> Fuck, it's hot. Is that here. a bit already? I don't know. Is that like a meme of God makes a margarita? No, I. I've never even. I don't understand. Do you know what I mean? If you're like a God's margarita shaken, like yeah. uh, not stirred. <laughs> I don't get it. Because everyone shakes, like your mom. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I guess. I mean, th- th- not everyone I shakes. I forget that's not everybody. That's that's actually the because like, in my the most world, super in weird. my world, it's half of the people do that. Well, like yeah, everyone not. you know, and yeah. everyone like everyone I know, but that's like the super weirdest <clears throat> part of. My grandma calls my mom a religious extremist. Really? Yeah. Which side of your my her? mom's mom? Oh, her mom? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. How does uh, that go down? Is she on your side of family dinners? Oh yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, me and her collude to get like, out of here to, to reduce my mom's negative impact in the world. That is fucking insane. Yeah, I had no idea. My mom. Is your grandma rule or what? Yeah, she's awesome. She's definitely the matriarch of our whole family. But uh, I mean, I asked her flat out last time I was over there. I was like, what do you think about your daughter, my mother, being this like crazy? And she kind of was just like, I don't know what I did to turn her into a religious extremist. And then she got real upset and I felt bad. Holy for asking shit. Her. Yeah. So I changed the subject right away. Fair enough. Um. My grandma's cool as shit. She always wants to know like what's really going on. So like, she so like she goes to you. Well, she like yeah that, and she'll like come to like she came to our candidate party last year where we were like gooned like yeah I was there. us drunk yeah 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 <laughs> you were there. I was one of the drunkest people. Yeah, the problem with I hanging threw out fucking through somebody through a fence, and my grandma's like, oh, this is what they're doing for candidates. <laughs> she seemed unfazed. Yeah, she was totally unfazed. <laughs> That's what happens when you have a bunch of boys in the family and they're all animals. Yeah. You're like, of course my grandkids are going to be animals. <laughs> I wonder, my uncles are all like professionals. I know that they like coyly remark when about they were younger, their though, wild probably. days, but I don't really have any good stories. I got to ask them next time I'm at a family shit. There are some. I know. But yeah, they're mostly religious, but they're like kind of conservative. Yeah, but they're regular. from your blood. Yeah. This didn't come from nowhere. <laughs> Well, my Wesley mom, wasn't was kind of a. No, you think da- it was just Wes and not his brothers parting it up when you when they were younger? Well, my mom is. Oh, like, your mom's uncles. Yeah, right. My dad only has one sister, Still, who I, I I don't know very well. Okay, I bet though. I bet actually. So her kids are named Jehu, uh, like <laughs> Jez. That's coming up. That's in the Bible. <laughs> Jehu's like this wild. I've prophet heard that name guy. already. Yeah, you told so, me. So they all got wild names like we did, dude. Like Caleb, Judah, Job, Simeon. Jehu's weirder. Jehu, yeah, Jehu's out sounds there. Sounds Japanese. I think it's cool as shit. I think J. I th- I still think J. Jehu rides is like one of the cool chapters. Remember where I got all stoked on like Jonathan and David and shit. Mm-hmm. That was like yeah. those were like my hero stories. Was like Jehu and stuff. Those are well. Those my uncles are named that. So I was like, yeah, those got to be pretty big names in the Bible. <laughs> Your uncle's named Jehu? No, no, no. David. Fuck, it's hot in here, dude. Are you Dude, we're both like completely drenched. Yeah. <sighs> it's 40 degrees in this house, I guarantee it right now. Man, we gotta, we gotta get through this. I, I want to call it, but there's like so much more to this story. Is there? Okay. Yeah, so where you bring me the mules. Oh, the best part's coming up. 
Bring the mules. Uh, I will make. I will. Sorry. For your servant will never again make burnt offerings and sacrifices to any other god but the Lord. But may the Lord forgive your servant for this one thing. When my master enters the temple of Rimnon to bow down, and he is leaning on my arm, and I will bow there also. When I bow down in the temple of Rimnon, may the Lord forgive your servant this. So he's worshiping other gods. Well, he... Not ha- really, but he's kneeling in front of them. He's kneeling in front of them. Because his master's worshiping Yeah, them. he's like, look, I'm not actually worshiping. This is a hey, weird... fair enough. That's a good caveat to do. So God doesn't kill you. By the way, who is he talking about? Who's his master? The Who's master is the king of Aram-, Aram. Okay, and he is the general still? He's the general. So he's still doing it. So I got to go back to work. And part of my job is bowing before this other God. Don't hold it against me. That is for sure proof, by the way, that that he was, in fact, worshiping other gods. But God had a plan for his life. I don't care. Kyle, some people like David, like this guy. He did the one thing you can't do ever. You can't do it ever. God's God. God can do whatever the fuck he wants. Okay, then don't make a rule that says if you do this, this is the only irredeemable sin. Don't write that down. If you're God's only rule is there is no rules. (laughs) Read Trey's book, dude. No fear. Rules. God has them. (laughs) And he breaks them whenever he wants because he's God. God God invented no fear and then in the nineties affliction. He's like, Yeah, fuck yeah. And logic no rules. Zero, none of it applied. Yeah. He doesn't believe yeah. (laughs) Just never wrote any logic in the Bible. No. He's a real big feeler. Never one of those here's how to interpret what I'm saying type of deals, you know? So I was like, hey, I said it. You figure it out. And I might go back on it later and then go back again on that. So it depends what time you're living in. But also this book is for all time. So fuck you. I like it. Go in peace, Elijah said. So Elijah says, that's cool. We know you're not actually worshiping this other god. After Naaman had traveled some distance, Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said to himself, My master was too easy on Naaman, this Aramean, by not accepting what he brought. As surely as the Lord lives, I will run after him and get something from him. So Gehazi goes, You're just going to let him walk away with 750 pounds, 70 pounds? I feel like this isn't going to go well for the servant. Why not, Kyle? Is God a forgiving and loving God? Well, he didn't instruct him not to do it, but I don't know why God's going to be mad at this specifically, <laughs> unless he takes an idol back, which would be insane. Absolutely. After that demonstration, if he takes an idol, I'm going to spaz. I'm going to full spaz. <laughs> so Gehazi hurried after Naaman. When Naaman saw him running toward him, he got down from the chariot to meet him. Is everything all right? He asked. Everything is all right, Gehazi answered. My master sent me to say, two young men from the company of prophets have just come from the hill country of Ephraim. Please give them a talent of silver and two sets of clothing. Not much. No, that's reasonable. Not much. That's 75 pounds of silver and two sets of clothing. Is a talent 75 pounds? Yeah, because 10 of them is 750. 10 what? 10 talents. 750 pounds? Yeah. So he's, this is 150 pounds, two talents of silver or one? He says, give them a talent okay. of silver. And then two things of clothes. Yeah, two sets of clothing. Or maybe he says each. Uh, then verse 23, by all means, take two talents, Naaman said. And he urged Gehazi to accept. He says, two talents. Go ahead. Take, yeah, so two talents. So fucking so 150, 150 pounds. pounds of silver. Just carry it. Human weight. Human weight in silver. He, ad- he urged Gehazi, because Naaman's like fucking thrilled. He just got cured of a fucking life-ending he's disease. He's like, yeah, I brought this for yeah, you, yeah. and I get to keep all my gold still? And Fuck like, yeah. And he's like, okay, oh yeah, sure, take it. Go ahead, take it right now. He's like, totally. Like, By the way, this wasn't even my money. This was like our people's money. I yeah. stole it from them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, take it. And Gehazi, he urged Gehazi to accept him, and then tied up the two talents of silver in two bags with two sets of clothing, and he gave them 
to two servants and they carried them ahead of God. A lot of twos. How bad, I know, hard to read. How bad would it suck to just be the guy that's got to carry a 75 pound bag of silver from fucking Syria to Israel? From Damascus? He didn't go all the way that far. Yeah, from Damascus? From Damascus? Did he catch him on the way there? Yeah, so God knows how many days travel. He's like, look, he's gone a few days. I'm going to go see if I can catch up to him. He's, he is lugging oh, all that shit. I assumed it was like 10 minutes later. No, they don't have cars. This is like, and by the way, they I said got, he ran up to him. Yes, he ran for days. Like the, the distance traveled here is like at I least 100. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I should do that. I haven't done that forever. Um but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, imagine your job as a servant. You're just like, yeah, that's my. You carry seventy five pounds of silver from Damascus to Israel. That's your job. Mm-hmm. Fuck, you don't get paid. You get paid in barely enough food. If you take food to any eat. of the silver, you die. Yeah. Uh, when Gehazi came to the hill, he took the things from the servants and put them away in his house. Then he sent the men away and left. So he just took it. Obviously, they weren't for two other prophets. He just took it. Yeah. Well, then we he, all knew that when he was going behind his master's back. Isn't he gonna wonder why he's. His master's not going to wonder why. Hey, by the way, I'm not a slave anymore. Just to let you know. Uh, I'll just keep reading. Good, good guess, though. Then he went and stood before his master, Elisha. Where have you been, Gehazi? Elisha asked. Your servant oh, didn't... nowhere. Your servant didn't go anywhere, Gehazi answered. But my, Elisha said to him, Was not my spirit with you when the man got down from his chariot to meet you? Is this the time to take money or to accept clothes, olive groves, vineyards, flocks, herds, men servants or maidservants? Naaman's leprosy will cling to you and your descendants forever. He's like, easier for you to say when you have a servant and you're not one. Yeah. Then Gehazi went from Elisha's presence and he was leprous as white as snow. So that person... And his descendants, because of the loving God, that is See? so nice. See? In that same story, where God is like, this This is a like a, from Sunday school, this is like, follow God, mysterious ways, he has a plan for your life. If you do wrong, you and your descendants forever, white as snow <laughs> lepers. Sweet. How, uh, white as snow lepers. I imagine. <laughs> snow lepers, name of the pod. That's a good one. <laughs> I would imagine, though, after being covered in leprosy. Had to tell that he's not going to have a lot of descendants. Good point. If he already has descendants, those kids getting covered, no one's smashing that. No one's. Good point. Yeah. I guess it's not that harsh. Just all of it. The idea of it, in principle, the mm-hmm. standard set, if like if it was our modern, like the precedent set in the modern court of law. Oh, that's a rough one. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah. We kind of used to have that. It was called caste systems or. Uh... Yeah, they weren't good. But yeah, we did have it. Yeah. They existed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't have much to say. I saw a little thing on hats about like, oh, oh, no one wears hats anymore. We have like baseball hats and like stuff for warmth. That's mm-hmm. about it. Like all the fashion hats, they're all gone out of, they're completely out of fashion. And apparently they like Reagan wore a top hat in his. Uh, Didn't they have like functions back <laughs> in the day? Like a cowboy hat keeps the sun off your face, the wind, the, the fucking rain off your neck. And yeah, like but the top the, hat and like the, the chimney hat and all that stuff. Chimney they had hats brims. Are, are dumb, but they, they brims. had brims. And the triangle hat, the worst. Those are fashion uh, for sure. So yeah. there, there was fashion and function ones, but they were based on what uh, if you were low class or upper class. Couldn't you just wear a different no. hat? No. 
Who said, who's the hat in Do they have a hat bylaw officer? Excuse me, sir. Knocks on the side of your head. Can I see the license for your fucking well, hat? My guess. How much money do you have? My guess would be at least this. It'd be like, you know where you live and you're living in a neighborhood with people with your same. They would all just knock they your would head all just, off. Yeah. You, you what are you fucking it? trying to do? Be one of them? You fucking lose, you know. There's that. They probably were exorbitantly priced also. They're like $500 Absolutely for fucking were. Where $500 is like, you know, 300 acres of property. They could have been 10 bucks and it would have been insane back then. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you learn anything today, Kyle? Snow leopards. I'm going to remember that for Snow the next le- 10 minutes. Snow leopards. Um, next week, we get to read about... No, I did learn something. I learned oh. something huge. What's that? That none of God's laws, even the one he said, is especially this one. This is the one that only matters. Wink, wink. This is Everything else is forgivable, but not this. That doesn't matter either. Yes. That's, so, what, my, that's what my mom thinks. You literally that's why she still prays just live your own goddamn life. And then God will choose you or you don't. I mean, it's literally pointless to worship him at all. That's the conclusion. It's absolutely pointless because then you're, at least according to the Bible, you're not even on the radar then. So he doesn't have like the, oh, you were worshiping me and now you're not. If you just never do it, you're fine. This is, it seems like. That's Kyle, do you know what's hilarious? This is kind of right about the part of the Bible I was reading. Like the, these, the prophet stories are the ones that made me hate God. I'm like, God is an <laughs> asshole and he doesn't follow his own rule. Like none of this makes any sense. It does. That's what I, that's, I came to the same conclusion you had. I'm like, yeah. okay, so none of the rules matter. Not even the one you went, Hey, this one, especially this, this one, this is the most important one. All the other ones, very important, equally as important, but this one, wink, wink, unforgivable. most unforgivable. Uh, he, the Lord will not forgive. That's what it says. Uh huh. The Christians rationalize. Well, he just forgave. Christians rationalize. He, you he know, just forgave. Okay, but he didn't know any better. Doesn't like, matter. Okay, well, then, it hasn't mattered before. Well, Christians, Christians rationalize that, like you know, if you're, let's say, you're a cannibal tribesman <laughs> in New Guinea, mm-hmm. and then we bring you the Bible. That's where now it starts. Now you can't be a blasphemer. Before that, you didn't know any better, so your ignorance saved you. So then, don't tell me. There's a fa- there's a famous Indian chief that said, "If you didn't tell me about your God, why would you tell me about this God? If now that I know about him, I'm going to hell." <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't. It's the dumbest fucking shit ever. I'm like fully on your side. If some guy actually said that, if a chief actually said that, which he probably didn't, because it's on Reddit, it's like one of those dude. Einstein quotes. You yeah, know, exactly, that he didn't say exactly anything. that. But if he did, which he might have, that is so fucking badass. Yeah, that is cool as shit. Uh, next week we get to read about the axe head floating. It's one of the famous, famous story and we got to get going. No, it's not. Um, it's too hot. Elijah. Okay. So, and then Elisha traps, he blinds a bunch of Syrians and traps Mm. them. It's fucking crazy. Dope. Like to give a shout out to our newest patron, Aaron Stark. Hey buddy. Welcome. 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 This young disciple. Do you have anything mean you want to say about Starks? Uh, Where do you think he's from? They never had it. They're from Westeros, and <laughs> they never had a chance. <laughs> it was never between the Lannisters and the Starks. And if you believe that, you're a fool. <laughs> Jon Snow is dead forever. Yeah. Uh, it's the song of ice and fire. It is about fucking White Walkers and dragons and the end of the world. That's Sick, what it is. Dude. All right, guys, we're on all your audio platforms. You can go directly to the website, canacomedy.ca, for all the podcasts and all the direct downloads, or you can go on Spotify or anything else with podcasts in it. Go to Instagram. Making some posts now, here and there. Instagram.com, Bible Beaters. <laughs> Might be Bible Beater. Caleb made it. So we, so we don't I don't know, know the password. <laughs> so check that out. Go to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Bible Beaters. For uh, new content every single week, except for when Caleb's in uh, Sweden. (laughs)